If you wanna find some good stuff to read, well, books are way too hard to beat. So why don't you come and take a seat? It's the Anti-Social Writers Club Pod. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Anti-Social Writers Club, a podcast made exclusively for discussing two-set fan fiction. Hosted by two set fic writers, I am your moderator for today, making a return, Mary. Ooh. So, set Meridian on Instagram and two set Meridian on Twitter, Wattpad, AOC, and Reddit. So, uh, with no further delay, joining us today we have the incredible, amazing, Ling Ling level creator, Karai. <laughs> oh my gosh, hello, hello Would you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so um, I'm Kuroi um, My real name is actually Chloe You know me on the internet, on Instagram as DCM underscore Chloe And also um, on Twitter, Wattpad, AO3, etc. as Kuro underscore Iplier and I am the author of the different stories, um, Symphony, Stop Rewind, Sonatas, and Recuse. And I'm also an artist. And and I, I still can't believe you call me a lingling. I'm not. I, I refuse to be <laughs> called a lingling. <laughs> Linglings don't call themselves linglings, okay? The, the, the populace <laughs> is who calls linglings linglings. So uh, just accept it. For now, the podcast girl Ling Ling, so <laughs> just now. accept it. So yes, <laughs> would you? Do you want to share one of the summaries of your books so that the readers, if you know, they're looking for some books and they haven't read yours yet, maybe uh, <laughs> you know, introduce them to one of your books. Okay, so I think the story that people know me the most for must be Symphony. It's the first thing that I've written for this fandom. It will, I published it like last year when I first started. It is a Hanahaki disease AU where Brett actually has Hanahaki disease over Eddie, but he ha- is torn between actually acting it out with, with his emotions and risking you know his entire friendship maybe even his own life trying to maintain a friendship with Eddie even though you know what they have to figure out the the common ground you know having Brett survive or having him fall to what may be the end you know it's actually kind of sad now that I think about it I haven't (laughs) I haven't thought about Symphony in like months I get comments on it every now and then and I'm like wait this happened (laughs) we're crying in the background crying in the distance it's it's distance sobbing distance sobbing from that <laughs> okay so thank you very much and we're of course very glad to have a ling ling such as yourself here on the podcast today <laughs> okay so so now let's... i can take myself seriously why not no just just accept I'm... it accept it accept it no choice here i am god i i am deity here and you have to accept that you're a ling ling <laughs> Mommy has the right. I have to the right Ling, to adorn Ling Ling. Yes. So no, because uh, only Ling Lings are allowed on this podcast. So. <laughs> 
So that includes you. Yeah, n- you're on this podcast. <laughs> no, we're just um, we're just uh, gatekeepers for the Linglings that we are going to uh, invite on the podcast. Anyway, this is about, of course, the lovely Kuroi. So let's proceed to our interview segment. Uh, we have some questions that I'm sure our listeners would love to know about you, Senpai. And so we'll mm-hmm. be getting into that right now. Okay, so question one. What are your inspirations or motivations behind your book or books? So, uh, you mentioned Symphony earlier, but uh, if you want to share your inspirations or motivations behind uh, writing some of your other fics, you can also share that with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I think for Symphony in particular, Hanahaki disease is something that... I think a lot of people know about, but oddly enough, when I got into the community, no one had ever written a Hanahaki disease fic. Like, I, I hadn't read one before, and mm. I thought to myself, okay, let's let, let, let's just write one. <laughs> Maybe people want it, you know? And what, what was weird was I had been a huge fan of Hanahaki even before this entire two-set thing, and it always came to mind that Hanahaki, if it actually happened, there would be no happy ending to it. Mm. I, I think that was the one thing that really bothered me about the, the stuff that I had read about Hanahaki disease. So when I decided to write Symphony, I told myself, okay, from the get-go, this isn't going to be happy. I don't want people to be happy <laughs> reading this. I don't want them to think <laughs> that Hanahaki is a happy thing, you know. Mm. A, a lot of times when you hear about these tropes it's over glorified and people think it's oh always going to be a happy ending and honestly when i when you look at it from in in retrospect it doesn't always end to a happy ending and i think that's what i wanted to show with symphony for a lot of my other books um it's more or less just hey what's (laughs) popping please just just coming in yeah, just the the seeds of inspiration, they just come and go. <laughs> I really like the fact that, especially symf- when you said in Symphony, that it's not always a happy ending, right? I mean, especially in life, mm-hmm. right? And, you're, and you wrote that yeah. so brilliantly in your book. Oh my God, please take all my <laughs> praise you. and adoration for that. Uh, it, uh, we're not we're not going to spoil of course we're not going to spoil in case some people <laughs> want to uh, read symphony but uh are, yeah <laughs> are there actually people who haven't read symphony i feel like everyone in the universe has read it because you're popular and you're lingling right <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah it's i mean because it's so it's, it's, so? it's just because it's so small <laughs> it's so short people don't want to read like a four chapter story <laughs> What, what? What? People will read anything as long as it's good. I mean, I think I think so. What? What? You're lingling, quiet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, mommy has the right to shush lingling. <laughs> um, basically, for the people who are new to the fandom, basically, and haven't read uh, Symphony, it's a must-read. I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> if you have spent. Just spent um, some time in the fandom, uh, set fandom, and especially in the Bready fandom, 
already, you would probably have heard about Symphony one way or another. And if you haven't yet, here is your uh, daily reminder to go check out awesome like <laughs> awesome fanfics. And um, for today, that suggestion is Symphony. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, question two: What is your favorite part of the fic? So we're talking about Symphony here. What oh, the favorite. favorite? Mm. Yeah. I I would say that just the process of bringing together all the different parts because when I thought about Symphony, I had it in fragments. I thought about the different chapters and I was like, this is going to happen in this chapter. This is going to happen in this chapter. Mm. But the bridges between those, I didn't think of yet until I actually started writing. And when I started writing the last chapter, it, it all kind of came to me that I was like, Oh, this is actually a story. This is a story that I have completed. I I have said what I wanted to say, yes. and that is where it where it is. And it was just that that idea that I had completed something that I enjoyed the most. Mm. I guess. In in terms of the actual story, or the things that happened in the story, I think my favorite has to be the first chapter because I had to think of a way for it to connect to chapter two because I had written the second chapter before I wrote the first one. Mm-hmm. So I had to think of a way to make sure that chapter one could transition into chapter two well. And when chapter one happened and And as I said, when all those pieces came together, I was like, okay, this is good. This is this is it. This is the story that I wanted to tell. Mm. And yeah, I guess that's it. I, and honestly, chapter one might be my favorite. Just because it's it feels the most like a fanfic to me. <laughs> the rest of it just <laughs> feels like brain fart <laughs> and all that. <laughs> brain fart. Everyone like uh, everyone loves every every part of it, I'm pretty sure. And um oh. So uh, you mentioned that you wrote chapter two first, right? You wrote chapter two first, yes. Chap- and then I'm guessing the other chapters, but not chapter one first. Yeah, I didn't write chapter one first. Okay, so at what point did you realize when you started writing chapter two? Oh no, this is not the start of what I wanted to tell the, the story that I wanted to tell people. What made you th- uh, think? Um, no, I have to write something else first. Mm. Actually, when When I was finishing chapter two, I already thought to myself, "This is going to be chapter one." When I, when I wrote it, I was like, "This is chapter one. This is how it's going to start." Mm. And I realized that it didn't have the depth that I wanted because when chapter two, spoiler alert, I'm sorry. <laughs> chapter Skip over this is, part. <laughs> chapter two is actually a flashback to when Brett first gets Hanahaki disease. And I realized as I reread the entire thing, I finished writing it, and I told myself, this isn't a good place to start. Mm. Because when you think of Hanahaki disease, you don't think of it from the beginning. You think of it from a place where the character feels helpless. I think that is an important step-off point mm. to Hanahaki disease that really gives it the impact that it needs. Because if you just start it from like the actual simmering, it doesn't feel impactful, you know, as a first chapter. So when I reread it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to make this the first chapter. And that's why when I started writing the first chapter, it really 
really was a big struggle trying to maintain that storyline that I wanted and to transition it back to as I said it's a flashback and you know you know how flashbacks are in mm. fiction stories it's actually kind of annoying <laughs> if it doesn't if if it isn't done right you know yeah so yeah it it was that point when I realized that this isn't a good first chapter at least in my view it didn't feel like a good first chapter so when that realization dawned on me i was like okay let's just write another chapter then and basically when i realized that that was what i wanted to do that's when i got insane over the idea <laughs> of writing every single chapter in a different tempo as i said um i remember writing an end note and i was like okay each chapter is going to be a different tempo one of them is going to be slow one of them <laughs> is going to be fast the other one is going to be two povs and all of that and yeah it it, it was that it, it, it was that point yeah it's really interesting especially with the, what you said tempos I really like experimentation you got, not just in Symphony, of course, but in the other fics that uh, you've uh, written. You're always up for experimentation, which I think is really awesome. Wait, you think that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why did you stop? <laughs> you weren't replying. I was like, oh, what do you mean? I I had to ingest that info for a oh. minute because I actually kind of think my writing. It like starts to feel stale, you know. Like people get that to that point, right? Like where you think that your writing is, oh, I'm writing the same thing over and over. Oh and God, over I feel that. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, so in my mind, I was like, no, I don't experiment. I think <laughs> because I feel so stale right now. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> no, I think, um, especially. Um, Uh, um, I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, I'm not. This is not a bad thing, right? That uh, there are some writers who write fast. They update fast, mm-hmm. and there are yep. um, other writers who write slow. They update slow, but um, it's not always about um, the qu- uh, the speed, right? It's not always about yeah uh, the quality uh, qu- uh, the qu- uh, quantity. Sorry, the quantity of your. Uh, <laughs> Of your words, but also the quality, and I think yeah, that yeah. Uh, I don't know if I I should say this, but you're not always updating well. <laughs> I mean, objectively, objectively speaking, I take that as a compliment because yeah, you do take time, and I think that's that's what uh, I really like about, especially your writing process. You take time to think about. Uh, the little things, exper- experimenting. Don't don't say you're not experimenting because the thing about the tempo <laughs> was not something that people normally think. Oh, I have to make my chapters uh, feel different uh, based on tempo and stuff. Mm. And uh, the other fix that we shall not touch upon right now because spoiler alerts. But there's this one <laughs> fix I'm thinking of that I'm sure you also are thinking of that is very no. <laughs> Thinking of anything, my mind is like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> the non-linear fic, there. Let's say the non-linear. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I know what it is now. Yes. yes. So, a uh, non-linear fix. See, I mean, these kinds of things are not normally like, oh, pe- people. See, when you usually tell stories, it's like, oh, the, it's, we're just going to la 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 la. But um, it's, I really like the fact that you take time to experiment, may, uh, put different kinds of tropes like. Non-linear timeline—that's not really something common, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
you know, th- there's there's your daily me gushing over Kuroi's uh, amazingness. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over this daily stuff. <laughs> daily. Okay. So, um, okay. Moving on. Question three. What is the one thing you wish you could change about your fic? If there is anything you wish to change about your fic, if there's none, um, no, you know, that's that's go, that's all fine and good. Um, the kiss. <laughs> Just flat out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spoiler definitely. Alert, spoiler but, alert. But, uh, but... There is a kiss. We don't know but, uh, between uh, two, but you know, there's a kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the thing about it though is that I kind of regret writing it because mm. I feel like it wasn't necessary and it would have made a little bit more impact if I actually didn't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I figured. <laughs> I think I, I think I I think <laughs> I remember you I I was like gushing to you about the last chapter and I was like la, 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 and you were like no, but I don't like that you know you mentioned the kiss and i was like oh but i but i felt uh, i mean personally i felt that it was it was more impactful because you know what what could have been those kinds of stuff but uh mm. it's interesting that you think that um let's say that i don't know if i i don't know if i don't know how to word this but i think you're more into platonic the platonic interpretation of bready yep. right yeah yeah so yep yeah, so um, the kiss might not be necessary objectively, right? Because you've already told yeah. the story you wanted to tell, I'm guessing. But it mm-hmm. could, I think, just my two cents that it could also be impactful for people who are looking for, yeah, as what I said, what could have been. But yeah, it's really interesting. Is there nothing else you would change? Because I think it's perfect <laughs> either way. I think I think the pick is perfect either way. That? It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but honestly, I think at this point, I I have really separated myself from Symphony because I view it as a work that I know I have finished mm. and that I don't need to change anything about it. And and now I kind of get it what you mean with there are some people that are kind of yearning for that um, interaction I would say especially since I kind of really did brand Symphony as like a romantic ready mm. kind of fic so there are people who are looking for that but yeah um, I, I I don't have anything to change because I just think it's okay as it is. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, said what yeah. I needed. I, I, I don't need to do any more for it. And you know how people always ask you for like sequels, and I'm oh. like, hmm? <laughs> what, what, what's a sequel? <laughs> sequel? Who? I, who is she? <laughs> I reply to comments, and I'm like, who is she? Who is sequel? <laughs> I never heard of her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have that feeling that if I would ever write a sequel to Symphony, there would be like no point to it because mm. I think I've said what I needed to say with Symphony and I don't need to explain to people that yeah this is what's gonna happen you know even if it is in a different point of view whatever would happen in the end you know what happens in the end um yeah I don't need to speak out anymore about it because I just think of Symphony as its own finished work I don't need to do anything for it yeah, I really like that uh, kind of mindset where it's like, if it's done, it's done. Let's not go back yeah. to it. Let's not resurrect it. It's done. It's finished. <laughs> People, yeah, because <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure um, to those writers, uh, those writers who have 
um, finished long fix like you, me, and other people, other read writers, we mm-hmm. we usually get comments saying, "Oh, can we? Uh, what happens after this? Can we get a sequel, a part yeah. two, anything?" And it's like sometimes stories stories all come and, to an end. Yes, so yeah. uh, there's no point in asking for. I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe, but we branded it finished because it's finished, right? So, yeah, yeah. I really like that, especially the fact that you're so, you know, like you're like, oh, it's it's just chill, you know. Some, I, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some writers are like they're clinging on to their some of their, <laughs> some of their, yep, things, yep. like time to move. On. My child, I will never let go of you, <laughs> child, please. So yeah, yeah, I I like that. Okay, so question four: How do you feel about positive or negative comments on your fic? So, positive first. Okay, uh, I I love reading comments. I think they're so much fun, and I think every writer feels the same. Comments are kind of like your lifeblood when you're writing. <laughs> yes. And positive comments in particular, I think, are really good because you get to see what your writing has impacted on people and yeah. how it kind of looks in their eyes and what they liked about it. And I think um, even though I, I have this really big mindset that creators make for them, you know, create content for themselves, yeah. it's still important to have other people, you know, praise you and look at what are the good things about the things that you have made. So yeah, positive comments are amazing. <laughs> yes, your daily reminder to leave positive comments on your favorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> daily reminder. Daily reminder. Okay, we. Um, I cannot stress this enough. Writers, really, um, it's uh, you guys do not know just how much, how much positive comments or. Actually, actually, any comments. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, comments in general. Comments in general. Even if it, you know, I mean, bad attention is attention, um, and we can mm-hmm. also. Um, I'm I'm kind of skipping a bit. We can uh, figure out what's different from constructive criticism and uh, negative comments. But either way, comments are really like beyond the like, beyond the react, the kudos, mm-hmm. um, telling us what you thought of the writing. Is honestly such a joy for us. Like as Croy said, our lifeblood. Our lifeblood. <laughs> we live off the comments. Yeah, we live off the comments. It's not just to see where we did things right and did things wrong, but it can also be just general encouragement. Yeah, it's in it's interaction, and you know, as creators, we need interaction to kind of keep ourselves alive. As I said. And yeah, it's so important for us to have this audience who knows what you know, who knows what they like from our work and what they maybe didn't like in our work. Yeah. Okay. So next is negative comments. What do you feel about the negative comments? Maybe not um, different. Uh, constructive criticism is another thing, but maybe just mm-hmm. negative comments in general. Is it bad to say that I've actually never received a negative comment? <laughs> wait, 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 if we're branding it like negative, negative, as in like almost borderline hate speech, I've never had a comment like that ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it's it's kind of like because the fandom is really nice and all, and they're only yeah, yeah you yeah. know, I mean, fandom is like there's a few bad apples, but more or less, we're all very. Mm-hmm. 
soft i guess soft soft, <laughs> soft yeah ooh. we're yeah ooh so you haven't received any like really bad comments right no no like no no borderline hate speech there are comments that are like oh no and all that but i <laughs> i haven't had comments that are like criticizing I, I, your work like, I, i can't even fathom yeah, yeah 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 like criticizing my work i don't i don't i don't think i've ever received a comment like that or maybe i've just like seen one and then i'm like bye <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> self ignored self care self care don't look at them <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking away. I'm looking. I do not see. <laughs> It's the meme. Goodbye. Okay, but um, <laughs> have you received a uh, constructive criticism though? Like um, it. I'm not. Uh, I guess there's somewhat negative in a sense that oh, they pointed something like probably a flaw or something in your writing mm-hmm. that they didn't like. Have you received those kinds of comments? Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about them? comment no messages yes mm, okay that th- this still works <laughs> <laughs> um i take constructive criticism as it is because it is criticism and i understand that i have been making content for like what half of my entire life and i've been through you know thick and thin mm. and bad and good my highs and lows and all that as a creator and i've come to view const- constructive criticism as something that i should not take to heart mm. but i should take to my core as an artist in particular i shouldn't take it as a personal offense i should really take it as something that i should use to make myself better and i know that there are people that don't like my work simply because it's not their type of content that mm-hmm. they like to you know indulge in and i understand that because i make content that i want to make and it's not what people like necessarily but i'm the same i don't consume you know content that i don't like and yeah. i understand that as a fact and yeah i think that's pretty much it uh, negativity uh, negativity just by out the window but <laughs> criticism i can take you know i, I i'm not that you know thin skinned mm. well, i was going to give a you know <laughs> metaphor but then i forgot what it was <laughs> uh filipino just went out my mind right now i'm in english mode right now i'm sorry <laughs> mood <laughs> We have to, okay. Um, yeah. So basically, that's kind of I really like that kind of uh, mindset. Especially uh, that's also advice for uh, writers who are struggling with. Yeah. Um, if you ever do receive sort of criticism, it's not. Let's not take it as a personal attack to ourselves mm-hmm. or to your own being. Of course, it's it's simple. Maybe just take it as sort of. Um, it's sort of like advice, right? Like. Like they they didn't yep. like this, but it's up to you mm-hmm. as the creator. Is this uh is this something that I agree on? Uh, uh mm-hmm. it's like for example, it's like oh your your pacing is really choppy. God, I hate it. But and mm-hmm. then you check it and it's like oh yeah, it is kind of choppy. And then whoops. <laughs> so like yeah, it. I mean, I guess for uh for writers, take criticism with a grain of salt and always. Uh, mm-hmm. Check to yourselves. Um, is this helpful to my improvement as a writer, basically? Mm-hmm. And definitely, re- definitely, yeah. And for readers, of course, please be so- be gentle with us. <laughs> <laughs> 
be gentle with the soft writers. We are trying our best, and if you <laughs> if you have nothing good to say, please don't share it. I mean, you could say it in yeah, a PM, yeah, yeah. but you don't have to. You know, if you really have something to say, Broadcast yeah. It. Just uh, if you don't have anything good to say, but if you have something uh, constructive, like uh, to help benefit, to help improve us. And to improve mm-hmm. us is to improve our writing, so y- to your overall experience will also be improved. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, question five: What are your favorite tropes or genres to write? Okay, for tropes, I have way too many. I won't name them, but of course, Hanahaki, one of my favorite tropes of all time. It's It's just such a really good thought experiment, and it's good for angst. You know, it's it's prime angst, angst. and I live off of angst. <laughs> angst. So, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Other tropes, um, I like a lot of um, kind of canon divergence. Mm. I don't like AU's as much because I kind of find that I have to build an entire separate world mm. of it, and I'm like. Okay, I need to resort all of my thinking process. <laughs> I need to think about things more. That's <laughs> And true. I have tiny brain, so I can't do that. <laughs> um, I like it when <laughs> I like it when stories kind of take canon, but they do it a little bit differently. For example, what will happen if Brett and Eddie actually hadn't met as friends? Something like that. Yeah, I, I like reading stories like that. In terms of genre, um, people know this, but I'm a big horror fan. I love horror. I love thriller. It is my favorite genre of any kind of fiction. Actually, I love. Horror, anime, manga, games, and all that. Art. I make horror art and all that. Mm. So yeah, it, it it's something that I think I, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal or something, but it's <laughs> something that I think is unique to me as a as a writer. I, I don't see yeah. a lot of people trying to write horror stuff, and of course, it's more of an alienated kind of genre no one likes reading it that much because it's kind of squeaky kind of eh for them and you know like for someone like me i like to hold on to that uniqueness mm. i would say so yeah yeah horror so much fun yeah that's i can't sh- say horror 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 Oh. I'm cheating that by the way. Pirate on steroids. Uh, hor hor hor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, uh, to any listeners who like a uh, horror, especially if you guys haven't read Kuroi's horror fix yet, to set horror fix, like that's not something you see every day. That's not something you see at all. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's not something that people really touch upon. I guess because people. Um, just inserting this, but I kind of I ran a poll on Twitter a few days ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Guys versus fluff." Yeah, I was like, "Angst versus fluff," and everyone <laughs> was like, "70 percent, like actually 80 percent fluff." And it's fluff. like, yeah, so it's like we understand that you like the cutesy. Yeah, people are like they want mm-hmm. the cutesy, they want the soft, but um, for those people who want something more edgy, <laughs> edgy, uh, edgy, <laughs> so, um, sort of different. Genres like let's say science fiction or horror mm-hmm. or those kinds of stuff. There are of course look around. There are many many writers in the Bready fandom or, or I mean the two set fandom in general. 
And like Corona, mm-hmm. they write these uh, unique kinds of genres. And if you guys are fans of those, uh, go feel free. Please do feel free to check out. <laughs> Especially Kuroi, please. Uh, daily reminder. Daily reminder. <laughs> daily reminder. So, uh, Kuroi, do you have a horror fanfic, horror genre fanfic that you can suggest right now to the re- uh, listeners? Okay, so horror. This isn't actually horror necessarily. It's a thriller. Yeah, thriller it's horror. the biggest inspiration for me because it was one of the only ones actually that I've read that was a thriller fic. But it is called "Please Be Safe" by oh, I think it was Jane the Lechaflan. I don't know if you've read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. That's like one of the ancient. Yeah, right. It's yeah. so old. <laughs> I mean, not not old, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, ve- it's a veteran fic. It's been there forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, generation, generation like one, one of ready fandom. We're in like we're the baby. Bo- we're like the they're like the, like respectfully boomers of the fandom of the writer fandom, and we're like the babies who just came in and like. Oh my god, we don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something. I don't know. <laughs> I like that analogy. It works really well. Yeah, so yeah, okay, continue. Yeah, um Please Be Safe was one of the only like I can't stress this enough. It is one of the only thriller fics that I've read and it is so good and I'm so sad that there are no other thriller fics that I've read <laughs> after that. I have to keep rereading my own stuff and I'm so sad whenever I read it. I'm like I don't like reading this anymore. It's like when in when you <laughs> When you are low on fic, you have to read your own. You don't have a choice. <laughs> That's so true. It's so sad. It's so sad. Oh my god. This is a call to those people who want <laughs> your daily reminder to start writing fic. Yes, write fic. Write thriller fic, horror fic. We're in a drought. <laughs> or, or, like, or like, there's not enough. Um, we're not exactly in a drought but there's not enough yeah writers or fix for these kinds of genres especially the genres that you write for mm-hmm. oh, I'm so sad I'm sad now <laughs> oh, size oh well but yeah please be safe one of one of my favorites honestly it was the biggest inspiration for enraptured and it it, it is oh no I said it oh my god I said it I said it oh my god what did you say I said enraptured the cursed The, the cursed chapter. Cursed. I said it. <laughs> the cursed fic enraptured. <laughs> I thought I would never have to talk about it again. <laughs> Why not? Why? But Why? Yeah. It's a good. It's, it's a scary. Good. <laughs> if if you want to read scary fanfic, please <laughs> read enraptured. <laughs> daily reminder. Daily, daily reminder. Okay. So, so yeah. If you guys are looking for your new horror thriller. Uh, those kinds of similar genre fanfic from the two set fandom. Please do read Enraptured and uh, the fic. Uh, Please be safe, which is it has its own trailer actually of all things, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I saw it's it on Instagram. I saw oh it. my it's god, so good. it's amazing. But yeah, so yeah, th- that's like the first trailer. It's like I'm not the first one to make fanfic trailers. No, no, they <laughs> are the best. Like the first original. Fan trailers mm-hmm. there, so it's like that's really awesome. Okay, so go check them out. Your daily reminder. Okay, so question <laughs> six: 
explain your writing process. Is there a set work ethic? Some things you can't write without, etc. What? Explain writing process. Okay, um, I'm one of the few people I think in this entire world that writes with an outline. <laughs> rare. Oh my god, oh, cryptid. Really? <laughs> it's not like let's not say it's rare, but like yeah, continue. <laughs> Or we are species, us who use outlines. <laughs> we are designated species. But yeah, um, I I like outlines just because I like everything to make sense at the end. Mm. You know how I kind of talked about symphony, how I wanted everything to kind of wrap up and all that. Um, it comes from me just writing outlines. I write outlines way too much, even though they're just like, Brett, do this. They do this. They do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's, yeah, like that's, no one's gonna read the outline anyway. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like taking myself back to my own uh, outlines. <laughs> do you, right? It's actually kind of funny trying to read your outlines. And do, like, do, you, do you do you write like uh, emojis on your outlines or like, OMG, they did this, <laughs> those kinds of stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, I write that too much. I write it too much. And especially kaomoji, like the Japanese emojis. Oh, oh. I use that too much. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually it's actually nuts. <laughs> it's like it's like your but yeah, outlines. Yeah, so uh how about some things you can't write that uh, sorry, some things you can't write without. Can you write without for example like I don't like a laptop? <laughs> no, no, those are given. Those are given. But for example, like... Uh, okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. A comfort blanket or something. Oh, oh interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. I think it's uh, like uh, not a thing necessarily, but music, definitely. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. live without music. My brain is wired that I need to have music with me like 24-7. And writing is definitely one of the things that I need music for. Mm. Even if it's like rap music, especially rap music, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's write some fanfic while I listen in a bop my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of interesting because um, for... Uh, for myself and some other people, we kind of find music to be distracting, especially some with lyrics. And here mm. you are listening to rap music. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you god, you Ling Ling! How how does your brain split like the words you want to write and the words you're listening to? I don't understand. <laughs> I think I think for me, it's like you know we we're wired differently mm. as people. Yeah, and for me, it's just a necessity at this point. Like I've I've really grown up wearing earphones, listening mm. to music and all that. So I kind of need it now. It's like coffee when I need to write. Total silence makes me feel like I'm trapped in my own kind of little headspace, and I kind of don't like that feeling when I'm writing because it feels like I'm like trapped in whatever I'm writing, and maybe I won't get any other ideas when I'm writing. You know, like, I remember I, I'm writing this one thing right now, which I cannot talk about. And <laughs> I tried writing it in silence because I needed to, you know, I need to cut down on the music for reasons and all that. But I, I kind of realized that I didn't like it because it, there there was something missing in the back of my head. I was like, okay, I don't have mood. I don't have inspiration for what else I'm going to write. So I need kind of music to fill that gap. You know, and all that. Mm-hmm. You said uh, people are hardwired a different way, and it's like I'm thinking, Ling Lings are w- wired differently. 
It's just it's just in their nature. It's just in their nature. <laughs> Incredible. The true linglings have the a supercomputer in their brains. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just I mean personally, I just I'm like I'm like if I try to write with music and if there's lyrics, it's kind of like uh, I start singing along and I, I just I, I have nothing to write. Mm. I have a blank space. I I just the <laughs> mysteries of writers who can <laughs> you know write. Right, we're all music. we're all a weird species. Yeah, we're all weird. We're all, we're all different breeds, but we're all just really weird. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so uh, question seven: How do you feel about writing fanfic? Is it different, or like how? I mean, it's definitely different. But how is it different from writing original fiction? If you have written original fiction or you've read original fiction, how is it different? Mm. So I think personally, I grew up writing fan fiction. Like if you actually dig through my Wattpad, it was there <laughs> from 2012. And I have old stories from there. So I kind of grew up writing fan fiction um, just because it was something that I liked doing. Mm. And I remember I went through this phase. <laughs> I'm really going to call it a phase. <laughs> I, I, I went through this phase where I wrote original fiction with my original characters. Mm. And I think the big difference from writing fan fiction is that when you're writing originals, you have to think of things differently because fan fiction a lot of times especially with the kind of fan fiction that's happening right now you have to think of the actual established characters you have to think of established settings yeah and you have to ensure that what you're writing is kind of true to that you don't want to warp it in a way that will make people think this doesn't feel like fan fiction anymore it feels so ooc mm-hmm. and all that Yeah, I think that is one hurdle in terms of writing fan fiction. And the the big downside to writing originals is that you're given a little what I think is a lot of freedom or maybe too much freedom mm. because, you know, you establish the characters, you establish the setting, you're starting everything from scratch and you have to ensure that if you're writing original fiction, it is well <laughs> I can't English. It's like, <laughs> okay. You have to ensure that it's like well grounded, I would say, because once again, you're writing from scratch. Yeah. So you need to give it that root. You need to understand that these characters, the setting, you need to establish them properly for people to want to care about them. Yeah. The thing about fan fiction that makes it so easy is that a lot of times people love the characters already and all you got to do is establish a plot that makes them more likable, mm. you know? That's why I think fan fiction is such an easy way. And I don't mean to say that fan fiction is easy to write, but it is such an... It, it's a more friendlier way i would say to start writing fiction in general mm, yeah that's because true. after writing fanfic you can write original fix and all that and you kind of have a good establishment of how to write plot how to write dialogue in your own style mm. and with original fic you really have to start that from scratch and that personally is hard you know yeah that's true Uh, speaking from someone who has gone the other direction, I've started writing original fiction, actually. <laughs> This is like mm. the first time I've written fanfic ever. This like mm. like I've read fanfic, I've been reading fanfic forever, but I haven't been writing fanfic forever. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the one about the OOC thing versus the in-character, like we have to keep uh, in-character, in mm. right? 
I really want to get into mm-hmm. like a deeper discussion of that someday. It's like, what is mm-hmm. what is what what feels out of character for Brett and Eddie? What feels in character yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Brett and Eddie? I agree. Kind of, I'm kind of like curious, like because we all write Brett and Eddie differently. Because you know, it's it's our yeah. version of them. But like, I kind of mm-hmm. know where are we intersecting, where are we not inter- converging. I guess. So yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so I've kind of. I've started questioning myself because I'm like, okay, I've written Brett as a serial killer. Okay, um, <laughs> not out of character. <laughs> Where's the line <laughs> and all that? Yeah. Thank you so much. We've learned so much about what must be the big brain of Kuroi Senpai. <laughs> big brain. Okay, so now we've prepared some surprise questions for you to answer. Yeah, <laughs> the scariest part <laughs> because this is not in the docs. <laughs> this is not something predetermined. You you didn't get to rehearse this. Okay, so are you ready to answer our surprise questions? Fear, but okay. <laughs> okay, so first one. If you could write 40 hours a day or draw 40 hours a day, which one would you choose? <laughs> wait, wait! I couldn't shield myself from this question. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> would you write 40 hours a day? Like, if you could, if you could get to write, like Lingling bless, bless you more than they've already <laughs> blessed you. Would you write 40 hours a day or would you draw 40 hours a day? Oh, this is this is a really hard question, and I think V has asked me this question before, actually. Mm. <laughs> and continue. We need to know for the <laughs> sake of everything. <laughs> I would say maybe draw. I think I think draw forty hours a day. Yeah, just simply because I think people know me more for the drawings, and I feel like I have more of an engagement with people if I draw more. You know. And all that, uh, yeah. I suppose because like art is easier to digest, right? Like then, yeah, writing, yeah. I suppose, yeah. In in terms of yeah. the platform, I think art is a little bit more suitable for the kind of content that I make. You know, like people people think that my art is good, so <laughs> it's okay Maybe. to. <laughs> And all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would also, uh, yeah, okay. Because I would like to spend more time drawing. I would rather draw more in general. Writing to me is, it's kind of like a side hoe, you know, and all that. Oh. Yeah, I can, I can, I can get that. <laughs> yeah, writing yes. isn't isn't my biggest passion in terms of the art that I make. I, I I'm an artist of all mediums. I do I do theater. I do drawing. I do writing. But I think art, like visual art, the drawing thing is is I guess what makes me the happiest. And mm. yeah, so yeah, I think drawing, honestly. That's okay. That's okay. It to to each their own. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next surprise question. All of a sudden. Fear. The next surprise question. Fear. When you're writing an emotionally draining scene, how do you get in the mood? <laughs> Play dramatic music in the background as I begin my soliloquy. 
but yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no but um as i said before i listen to music a lot and if it mm. requires me to have like really big emotional punches then i need to listen to re- either really angry music or really sad music there's no in between mm. even if the the mood is is like sad i always listen to angry music kind of like heavy rock and like borderline yeah. metal i start listening to that because i'm like okay people are attacking me time to be sad <laughs> <laughs> i like how your anger manifests into sadness <laughs> that's just my daily life shut <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like every writer is like this this how do I get my outlet for my emotions? We need to write it out. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, it, it's definitely music. I think it, it's either music or I just start getting absolutely ridiculously angry at something and then I start writing. So it's like you look at something angry online, or like ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna write. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like, I like. That. It's like, it's like you have to. It's like you have to. Uh, you have to make yourself get the emotion before you write. So it's like if you want to write happy, it's like, oh, like look at cute puppies or something, and then and then when you're sad, it's like. Angry wrong. <laughs> But the thing is, when I also write happy things, I need to be angry too. <laughs> <laughs> I am angry from all of this happiness. Oh my god! Yeah, kind of the best kind of. <laughs> this is why. This is why writers are really weird. Because we're all experiencing like emotions. Like all all forty emotions, like all 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 over the place. all at once, <laughs> all at once. It's like it's like if you if you watch the 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 movie Inside Out, it's like we've got fifty fifty million emotions running around our brains. Oh, that's so Just, true. It's like it's like I need to write angry, and then and then uh, I need to write sadness, and then sadness just gets in there, and then anger is just like oh, I'm gonna put the anger in music. It's so stressful. <laughs> I would, I would be really scarred to be in a writer's mind. Like if I, if I was living. Oh, don't, don't, <laughs> never. <laughs> Uncharted territory. No one should go there. Scary, scary. Keep out. Where's the yellow tape? <laughs> Keep it out. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. So you use music. You use. You have to get yourself in the mood. I know there are some people who are like, um, I'm not sure if I'm not. I don't know if I've met anyone or maybe haven't asked around yet. Mm-hmm. But um, there are some people who are like, I can write anything at any moment in time. Where like mm. you don't have to get. They just they just do it. It's like, uh, like it's just like write me or for example write me something uh, smut and then suddenly it's just like blah, 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 and then you're like, <laughs> like yeah. No, Morning. How, How are people doing that? <laughs> Lingling writer, Lingling writers, please tell us your secret. It's it, they are the writer equivalent of that of Alma, the girl who can like compose yeah. in under a minute. Yeah, it's like it's like drop of a hat. It's like oh, can you write me something? Uh, let's like 
request can you write me something sad and then suddenly mm-hmm. it's like you're, you start like they write and then they give it to you in like five minutes later and you're you start hearing the titanic song in your head and it's like how <laughs> how is it possible anyway anyway i marvel over the blessed among us <laughs> <laughs> definitely how do you do definitely. it the chosen ones yeah so it's it's us it's kind of like a process i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yeah, like yeah. because i think um for a lot of writers um you have to impact yourself to be sure that you're able to deliver that to your readers yeah right yeah like we have to make sure that we feel it first before others get to feel it too because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. if I think that if I just write you know just blah, 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 and all that I feel like it'll be <laughs> so dry or something it doesn't have the weight I guess and there are people that can do that you know as you said there are people who can just blah, 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 and then it becomes like <laughs> one of the saddest things that we've ever read but yeah you know, as we said before writers are a different breed <laughs> <laughs> Many different there are, kinds. There are truly some of us who are above in the hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you so much. That was that's all for our interview segment for now. Oh God, <laughs> I was so breathe, stressed. I thought breathe. there would be more. <laughs> okay, <Fear>. so. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to go into a short interlude and then we're going to come back for the some games with Kuroi. Yay! So be right back. And we're back after a short water break. <laughs> <laughs> So we got some water to refresh ourselves, and now mm-hmm. we are going to play a little game. Actually, two little games, but you know. Ooh. So, yeah. So Kuroi, are mm-hmm. you ready for two little games? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound so scary? Two little games. <laughs> it's like it's like jigsaw, jigsaw. Oh, nice. I mean, small, do you want to play two little games? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, so this first little game is called Guess Your Fic! Yay! Yay! But fear! Fear based on comments. So we will read out, or actually I will read out, a comment from one of your fics and you have to guess which fic it is from. Ooh. You will have three options to choose for. Actually, do I wanna, do I wanna give options? Like, I'm pretty sure you'll get it. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe, options? maybe for the first ones, like no options, just to see if I can actually guess oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And if you can, oh, guess the options can be like a lifeline. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. 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 Okay. I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> if you can't guess any correctly, I guess <laughs> then you will have to reveal a fact about yourself that uh, I'm guessing you haven't shared to. Oh no, uh, you haven't shared to the public. <laughs> oh, the public. <laughs> the public. Okay. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. You can I mean you can open your you can open your fic list, but like don't read don't read the comments. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. I have a question. Are yeah. individual one shots considered a fic? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't just guess like Sonata as it's from one of the one shots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could be like, oh yeah, okay, Sonata, but I mean, I really wrote down which fic it came from. Oh, I guess. oh okay. <laughs> you can try. I mean, you can guess the others correctly. Uh, I mean, it's just one. At least, at, okay. just guess one correctly, and you, you you'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm pretty sure you'll get one, at least one. And there's like, yeah. In in contrast to Fliss, who got like everything <laughs> yeah. right. She she gets everything. Yeah, she got everything right. I guess because you know they they really read the comments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So okay, okay, uh, okay. I don't want to lose. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So first one. Oh god, oh my god, you is this is where we're going. Oh no, am I wrong? I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wait. <laughs> this is this is some people are going to listen to this and haven't read any of my stories and they're going to listen to these comments and then they're going to be like, "What the hell is this person writing?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's the that's the mystique of it. Like like w- w- wouldn't you want to know what this person is? I mean, <laughs> I mean you you can take a moment to think about it. No, I already have a guess. Okay, okay, guess. I think I think it's from Enraptured because I know people are afraid of it, but I think I read it on on Forgetful Flowers. So I'm gonna say it's Forgetful Flowers. You got it right! <laughs> yes! That's amazing! You got it on the first... I was like thinking, Oh, you're, you're gonna pick Enraptured. But no, you said Forgetful Flowers. I can't believe. You didn't have any other option either. It was just like, Oh, it's just it's probably just Forgetful Flowers. Wow! <laughs> no, th- the thing is, I remember someone started commenting like I know someone commented the same thing on Enraptured, but I was uh, I, I had the I had the feeling that you wouldn't give me Enraptured for the first one. So I was like, I think I read it on Forgetful Flowers. So let's go with that instead. Amazing. <laughs> Deduction, Sherlock. Okay, so I'm big brain. This is the time. I got big brain. <laughs> okay, so we have to think uh go practice. Oh that that is um <laughs> <laughs> for the commenting that amazing I remember it now yeah go practice that's to set that writing prompts on mm-hmm. Instagram if you guys did it uh, they also a uh, friendly uh, friend friendly friend of a uh, writer friend <laughs> they're a friendly writer fr- friendly ri- friendly friend of the writers because they're a writer too mm-hmm. okay so next one okay next one well you got you got it right anyway so like there's no one anyway. I don't know how many pool of tears editor San had held back and then sad face. It's like the pleading <laughs> face. The pleading face. Ooh. Editor San? Okay, I- I'm yeah. trying to run through all the stories that I've read that is has editor San in them yeah. and I can only think of one. What? Which is which is layover. So I'm gonna guess it's layover. You're correct again. <laughs> oh my god. It's so hard to pick. Plus, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's kind of funny. I have to I have to take a break here. It's kind of funny because I was looking I was looking for comments to like give for this game, and it's most of them are just mm-hmm. like reacts like oh MG or like oh it's amazing. And, like I can't I can't. What context do I have to give? I can't give anything good. <laughs> so I had to like pick the ones that were kind of obvious, and it's like uh well you got it right. So like yay for you. <laughs> Okay, so thank you um, to Setter underscore for commenting that mm-hmm. that uh, comment on layover. Uh, okay, so next one. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get everything. Fear, fear. Okay, so next one. He protect, he attack, but most importantly, what if Brett no loved him back? <laughs> The best comment. Oh my god. The best comment. Okay. So I definitely know what this is. What is it? It's from the April Fool's one. (laughs) I don't even remember what the title is. I wrote it it down. The most romantic Brady 3 ever. Uh, And it's ever, (laughs) ever. No, it's ever, but with threes as (laughs) E's. Oh my god. Oh, I can't. Yeah. That was the most cursed thing I've ever Isn't written it? in my entire life. I kind of have regrets, but I also kind of don't. So, you got that right. It's the April Fool's one. It's really funny. I really like it. So oh funny. my god. Okay, so thank you. Ling 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 is Inus. I don't know. Ling Ling in Ling Ling Sinus. I don't know how to say your... I'm sorry. I'm butchering your name, but... It's Ling Ling is Inus. Thank you for that. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the person uh, commented a few other things that were funny, but I think I just picked this because it was the most, the funniest one. So, <laughs> you don't love any back. Yeah, if you guys haven't read Koroi's uh, April Fool's fic, it is the <laughs> It's like, don't read it. I can't. Uh, just, uh, like quality literature on April Fool's Day, we have been given quality literature <laughs> not only from Kuroi but from the other people who did the April Fool's fic. Amazing! Oh, uh, V yeah. V had my favorite. V V got the yeah. best one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, April Fools. We too can celebrate it in style, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so I mean, you got that. You three out of three out of six. So doing pretty mm. well. Yeah! Uh, oh, I thought it was over. <laughs> That's not over yet. I was gonna celebrate. Okay, so next, next, next. Bro, not even Ling Ling can right now. Huh? <laughs> oh my you god. You know this? You know this? <laughs> this is... No! <laughs> you can guess, you can guess. I mean, you have life lives and you haven't even gotten anything wrong yet. So you can, you can make a guess. Wait, I... I, I'm a very sore loser, so I kind of want to take the lifeline. <laughs> All right, wait. <laughs> Give me like I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open your your watch pad so I can like make options. <laughs> I can't, the last time I was like giving options, but it was like uh, it was from the same uh, from the answers themselves. So that it's like that's not easy. I mean that's easy. So I'm just going to like. No, I have to get from you. I mean, where is it? Wait, give me, give me like a few seconds. This, I have to get this right. 
Okay, 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 okay. Mommy is looking for the choices. Oh okay, okay, okay. I was gonna break out into song. <laughs> okay, so, 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 the first one, uh, three options, right? So three options. The first one is mm-hmm. strike from sonatas. The next one is mm-hmm. gravel from sonatas. And the third one is mm-hmm. enraptured from sonatas. Oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> okay, it was definitely either enraptured or gravel. I, I I've had that in my mind. <laughs> Bruh, not even Ling Ling can right now. What in in what context could Ling Ling be? <laughs> Bro, not even Ling Ling can right now. I'm Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even think. Uh <laughs> Maybe it's enraptured. I'm just gonna go with enraptured. Let's just go for it. Yeah, you're right. It is enraptured. <laughs> Am I really? Oh my god. Oh my god. Enraptured. I don't even need to win all of these. I'm just happy with <laughs> you that. Got that one. I can take I that as a win. I don't. Uh, I can't really. I mean, you can go check which one. I don't even remember what context this was from. She's like, but I think it was somewhere there. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> thank you to the commenter. Chike, it's like eat chai and then underscore K. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so next one. Four out of six. That, I mean, amazing. And you're getting it right. Fliss, I'm coming for you. <laughs> okay, so next one. I smiled like an idiot on the bus, thanks. Huh? <laughs> I mean, you're welcome, but... <laughs> I, I don't have a guess. Do you want some options? Wait, I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> this is how much of a sore loser I am. <laughs> I want to win it on okay. my own terms. <laughs> think about it for a while. I mean, okay, I, I can help you a bit. It's like, so so the first the commenter smiled like an idiot. So I'm guessing it's something fluffy, maybe. I don't know. Okay, the thing about that though is that you can count the fluff fix that I've made with like three <laughs> fingers. So. Even if you give me options, it's probably gonna be the same. So never mind. You, you know what? I'll just get the options, <laughs> even though I, I I think I already have those three options in mind. You can you you can choose from the three fluff picks you have. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be waiting. <laughs> so the three fluff picks I've read, I've made are I'll make up for it, mistletoe. And okay, <laughs> are you even <laughs> okay? Cut it down, cut it down. It's only two. Cut it down. Are you sure? Those are the only fluff fix. I can't even see the option there. It's not on. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> it's not. What? <laughs> I'm big bird. What the yeah, heck? It's not from there. It's not from either of those. What? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> thank you to. Thank oh you my to PSBI Grandma for this amazing comment that Kuroi might not know where from. What? <laughs> Grandma! Grandma! <laughs> what do you think? You oh my god, I am actually so lost. A- I'm so lost right now. Well, well, if I give options, you'll know because like, as you said, they were the only fluff fix you used. You're like, wow. I don't have any <laughs> other choice you have to pick on your own. <laughs> it's like, it's like... Suddenly start from... giving out uh, angst, angst options. 
Maybe, maybe grandma <laughs> thought it was funny, so she smiled. I'm smiling. Like an idiot what on the, the bus. Smiling like an idiot on the bus. Literally, nothing in my fix will ever induce that kind of happiness in another person. But it didn't, grandma. <laughs> so obviously, it's there somewhere. You know what? You know what? I'm just gonna say it might be from Stop Rewind. So I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> at this point, I'm at a loss for yeah, words. Yeah, funnily enough, you're right. Stop <laughs> Rewind chapter three. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, Stop Rewind is gonna haunt me for years. I have not updated that for like what this five is, this months. This is why I. This is why I gave I'm, it. I'm literally out to delete that <laughs> fic. Oh no. This is why I put it up. It's like it's like oh a subtle reminder. <laughs> that it's still there. <laughs> like there, there oh will be no God. unfinished why, uh, works in progresses on my watch. <laughs> you have no choice. Oh my you God. will be reminded whether or not you want it. <laughs> the shame. Can you feel the shame right now? The thing about Stop Rewind is that I forgot it existed. <laughs> Like halfway through, I'm writing sonatas, I'm writing the one shots, and then I'm like, oh, let's make a new fic. And then I realize, wait, stop rewinding the thing, oh, right? Oh, man, I feel the pain. See, this is what happens to writers when you juggle like three million w- works in progress and you publish them. <laughs> and you, did, you don't. <laughs> That's so true. Um, maybe fre- friendly advice to everyone who have works in progress don't publish. <laughs> Works in progress that you're sure you you're not sure you'll be able to see through because not all your you oh will not God. only suffer but your readers will as well. I mean your readers will suffer but you as well. I I, I got those mixed up. But mm-hmm. yeah, someday someday Kuroi. The thing about stop rewind too is that is that I I know how it ends. I know how the entire story of Stop Rewind goes. And it's something that I've kept to myself for like the past five months. And no one has ever seen the ending. See, this is like, it's like waiting to be unleashed three million years later. (laughs) Oh my god. So this is your daily reminder to remind Kuroi of their their works in progress. Your daily reminder. <laughs> Daily reminder. Okay, but you got that. You actually got that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm still shocked that I Five got over that. Six. Not bad. Okay, last yes! one. I'm pretty. I, this 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 probably. Mm-hmm. Omg! Kill me softly, nah, man. Kill me violently. Omg! Caught. Catch me crying in the club. Sad emoji, sad, sad, sad emoji, sad emoji, sad emoji. You know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know yeah. what? You know what? Is it you <laughs> who commented this? Yeah, I like how you knew. I was gonna say something like thank, thank you to myself for a wonderful comment. <laughs> that is very, very uh, literate and very eloquent in its, uh, in its speech. I like how you guessed that it was me. <laughs> oh. I don't know why, but it kind of gave the mommy vibe. I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish. I I kind of I kind of skipped over some stuff that would have given it away. So I was like, oh, it's like OMG blank. <laughs> I wrote something. I wrote something. And it's like, oh no, this is gonna give it away. So like, I'm not gonna say. 
I'm not gonna say that. It's like, OMG Black, kill me softly now, man, kill me violently. <laughs> OMG, catch me crying in the club, and then five sad emojis, <laughs> the best comment you will ever get. <laughs> okay, so which pick is this from? Uh, just because this is the last question, I kind of want to have a lifeline just to see what what <laughs> options there are. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, 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 okay. 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 I got. I got it. Okay. So, first option is symphony. Second option is mm-hmm. enraptured. Sonata. Sorry, in sonata. Mm-hmm. And the third is gravel. Okay, so this is not enraptured because because I know that your comment on enraptured is more of a chill (laughs) chill one. one. (laughs) I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I think it's from Symphony. I think it's from Symphony. Just outright. Yeah, it's from Symphony, but from which chapter? Because because this is so unfair. Yeah! Which chapter? <laughs> no! no, I mean you got it right. You're six over six, but like I want to know. Do you, do you know which chapter it's from, or like can you think? Like can you guess which chapter it's from? I don't know. <laughs> Catch me crying yeah. in the club. It feels like it's from yeah, Allegro for four. <laughs> what other parts would you be crying in the club in? It's OMG, that's called the question mark. That's what I skipped over. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, so you got everything right. I mean, amazing. You didn't even yes. get anything. You didn't, you didn't even get anything yes. wrong. You were just like, oh, I think it's this, but no, I'll, I'll go with this. And then it's all right. <laughs> Yay! Oh man, I I love this. I love. I feel so like my favorite right game now. because you can see the minds of the people reading <laughs> the comments. The best thing, okay. and you can also like appreciate yeah, yeah. all the comments that people leave yeah. on on appreciate the fix. By the way, thank, thank you, you to everyone. <laughs> thank who, you, uh, and to the general uh, public or the general populace of readers who comment on our fix. Thank you for mm-hmm. giving us material and for brightening our day. <laughs> okay, so that was a thing. <laughs> so a for thing. our next game, yeah, it was a thing. So we are going to play this or that. Mm. You know, choices and you have to pick one as fast as you can and try to answer as many as you can within Ooh. one so it's kind of like, yeah, it's lightning round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear. Yeah. So fear. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Wait. Okay. Uh, let me set up my timer. Oh uh, no! I feel like I feel like you already know some of these because, like, funnily enough, you wrote some of these. I wrote them. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna change some of them up because obviously, that's gonna be too easy for you because you, have, you gotta think about it you gotta think about it one two three go viola or piccolo viola viola king or tiger mom oh viola king the bussy or chopin the bussy brett's chike or eddie sibelius oh uh, eddie sibelius never be able to read again or never be able to write again never be able to write Fluff or angst? Angst. 
<laughs> plot or characters, which is more important? Uh, characters. Um, who is easier to write, Brett or Eddie? Eddie. Um, who is more enjoyable to write, Brett or Eddie? Eddie. Winter, spring, summer, or fall? Hmm. <laughs> uh, spring. The movie or the book? Ooh, the book. Morning person or night owl? Uh, morning. Paperback or ebooks? Paperback. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yata! 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 Oh, okay. So, let's discuss your answers. <laughs> the, the, the Brett and Eddie Sibelius versus Chaikoi, I was like, hmm. Remember, okay, you're the one who made this question, so like, you should ask yourself. Mm. It was a stressful, it was a stressful question for Fliss to answer last time, so. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of paused when you, when you were picking yeah, that's because I kind of like Sibelius just as a piece a little bit more, but I really like Brett Tchaikovsky. And, and and the thing about it though is I kind of like Eddie's Tchaikovsky more and Brett's Sibelius more. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because like I mean they have different because uh, as as we keep hearing again and again they have different interpretations, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know. I mean I could get into a million essays about this but you, yeah so let's start with <laughs> let's start with viola or piccolo you chose viola yeah because piccolos Violet. are just uh, piccolos are just loud <laughs> i associate them with the word loud <laughs> oh man yeah so so of course yeah violas can sound good right yeah it's true yeah right right <laughs> yeah no no like gang come on Piccolos are scary. <laughs> They're just it's I, I think it's a question of like high pitch versus low pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How low can you go or like low <laughs> low tone like screeching mm-hmm. eardrum mm-hmm. is what, you know. Uh next one, Viola King or Tiger Mom? And you chose Viola King. Yeah, Viola VK, King. VK for days. Why? Oh, because we miss him. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 84 years <laughs> since my husband left. I can sometimes I, miss, I can still hear his uh, voice. <laughs> <laughs> please, at Tuset, if you may or may not be listening, wherever you are, please bring him back. Bring back. Bring him bring back. Bring him back. <laughs> I, would cry. I, I will literally cry if he comes back. It's like, right? It's like okay, you know the 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 recent one with like Paganini and Litz, but like, mm-hmm. come on, Viola King trumps everyone. Let's just say. Yeah, <laughs> and I think just overall, VK is such a like it, he's such a unique character, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's a true. He's a caricature, and I think yeah. that that's so cool. Okay, uh, next one: Debussy or Chopin? You pick Debussy. Yeah. Debussy to me is such a visual musician if that makes any sense actually I just think Debussy mm. paints such a like so vivid images in terms of 
Debussy's music. And as much as I love Chopin, Chopin was one of my favorites um, in mm. terms of like piano music. But definitely now that I've listened to a lot more of classical music because of Two Set, you know, Debussy is like, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember what they said. He was like an impressionistic sort of mm-hmm. uh, um, conduct uh, conductor. What uh, <laughs> impressionistic sort of uh, composer, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. <laughs> okay, so Eddie Sibelius or Brett Shike, you picked Eddie Sibelius, <laughs> and I think you've already <laughs> mentioned why. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But if if it if if it were to come down between just Brett Shike or Eddie Sibelius, why would you pick Eddie Sibelius? Just because I th- I think the way that Eddie plays Sibelius is really nice hearing to me. Like as I said before, mm-hmm. I like Eddie's Shike a lot, and I like Brett Sibelius a lot. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like the switcheroo kind of thing. But there's yeah. something about Eddie Sibelius that I think really encapsulates that kind of. Uh, cold, you know, cold winter kind of vibes, and yeah, mm. all of that. And yeah, I'm biased. Okay. I like Sibelius a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah, but I think it's also come to terms with. Uh, I mean, like it comes also. It also comes down to uh, because chi- uh, the Chike and the Sibelius sound completely different. It's like mm-hmm. different vibes. Maybe spring to the winter sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Spectrum. So I'm guessing it also maybe because you would lean more towards the wintry, cold sort of things, like mm-hmm. the dramatic. I'm dramatic. The chike is more, uh, maybe not, maybe a little bit summer. Those kind of stuff, like mm-hmm, uh, maybe softer. It's softer than the Sibelius, like mm-hmm, more vibrant. Yeah. Sibelius is just cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I view Chike now because remember like Brett talked about it uh, in a few videos ago. Um, he talked about how Chike's Chy- uh, violin concerto was more of how Tchaikovsky kind of felt trapped with the way that he felt love, and now that I've seen the violin concerto in that light it it, it, it i've opened up to it but honestly it's really sibelius uh, i i just really like hearing the sibelius um violin concerto it, it, it's just really good especially the third movement of sibelius oh my god <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i can't help but like want to talk about the entirety of sibelius i'm like yes <laughs> yes amazing so when i ask you if you never be able to read again or if you never be able to write again, you choose never be able to write again. Why? It's truly because I don't want to feel obliged to write anymore. <laughs> I can just sit back, relax, and do nothing and just read stuff. I won't have to bother myself with having to write. <laughs> it sounds kind of selfish, but it, it's my dream life. <laughs> it's like every writer is like, oh yeah. I would totally pick not to write ever again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're doing it. If only I could yeah, escape. It's like we're doing it, but I mean, we're stuck here, so what can we do? <laughs> we have no choice. <laughs> so, if you would choose fluff or angst, you chose angst. Angst, of course. Angst. Why would you choose angst? Because I personally, I cannot write fluff 
for anything. I I am physically unable to fluff. <laughs> what is this like? You choose angst if you were writing it, but if you were reading it, would you still choose angst? I would still choose <laughs> angst forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something about fluff that I'm. It's just not my type. I don't know. This this makes me feel like I'm always eternally sad or something. <laughs> Maybe it's like, is it easier? You find it easier to write angst than fluff. Yeah, but yeah. you also enjoy reading angst more than fluff. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's like <laughs> I just don't want to be happy. <laughs> Maybe I mean some people. Some people are like it doesn't. You don't have to be sad to write angst. This maybe some people are like it's like yeah. an outlet or it's like oh, I kind of want to put <laughs> there. Those people are like I kind of want to put these characters in the grill and like grill and throw mm-hmm. them under the bus and sort those kinds of stuff. Which they enjoy. I I kind of um, yeah. I'm still kind of confused. Like you said, it's hard for you to write fluff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of <laughs> weird because I mean, uh, actually across what we've been like you and then Fliss and then Chloe, uh, so far on this podcast, you've all said or well aside from Fliss, but the uh, it's like the consensus is that fluff is difficult to write. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so? I just think that it's. Uh, maybe it's a personal thing, but it's hard to put yourself and your characters in a situation where you're you're guaranteeing happiness. And I think that's hard to kind of promise to readers. Mm. Like, if I were to say that I wanted to write fluff, I wouldn't. Like, it, it kind of holds the promise where oh, the readers are going to be happy if I'm going to read this, and oh. I. Based on my personal experience, it's it's really hard to try to live up to that kind of standpoint that you want to show to the readers. That, that's why I find it really hard personally. It 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 may be also because I have more experience writing angst than fluff, and it's one thing that I never really want to write in the first place. Mm. But you know, I I just think that. Fluff in of itself is hard because you're you're trying to exhibit happiness for people that you actually don't even know, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think as people it's all it's easier to imagine bad things happening, and that's why your imagination is better. I, I at least I'm guessing in terms of angst. And if I were to think of like the fluffiest thing in my mind right now, it would be like blankets and all of that. And I don't think of people, <laughs> you know. So I have that kind of disconnect. And but that's really personal to me. That's why I can't. I, I just can't physically write fluff. Like I've tried many times, and it's really hard. Hmm, I think, but you have written fluff before, and people seem to have responded. <laughs> by, <laughs> they seem to have responded well to it. I mean, so. <laughs> Ling Ling looked upon me in these moments Ling. and said, "Yes, child." Ling Ling bless us with more. I mean, it's weird because um, I've talked with a lot of people around the fandom, and it's kind of like um, readers want to read fluff, but uh, writers are better at angst. So it's really weird. This kind of mm-hmm. it's like where where do you where do we like uh, where do we compromise? Where do we find the line where we connect? With each other, so it's like supply and demand. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like all we can provide is sadness. 
and grief. <laughs> I, I, I think thinking of it in that kind of aspect, the supply and demand thing, the demand for fluff I think is really high. Yeah. But the people who can exhibit fluff really well is are I wouldn't say low, but it, it's hard to find. Yeah. You know, like you don't find good fluff. Uh, at least I think because there's just some of them that are that end up being as I said like OOC sometimes or maybe it feels too out of line for characters to do certain things so yeah I, I think it's a lot harder to find good actual fluff mm. at least for me like m- matching what I kind of expect in terms of fluff and I've read a few Yeah, they're good <laughs> it's, it's not my personal type but Yeah, fluff is something that is... People think that in the community, fluff is abundant, but I actually don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know how people think that, oh, fluff, uh, fluffy fanfiction, but I don't see much of it anymore, or at least I don't follow people who make like entirely fluff content. And I kind of understand where they're coming from, you know? Yeah, I kind of... I look around... Actually, both AO3 and WhatsApp, and there's actually really more angst. It's like <laughs> people want mm-hmm. to, like, you know, all sorts of, like, for example, the last video or or for or symphony. In fact, mm. <laughs> <Angst>. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, it's just interesting to think. And I think someday we should have this discussion between mm. people who do write fluff and people who write mo- mainly angst. Because we seem to be coming mm-hmm. from different places where some people think that, uh, for example, people who write fluff is like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just really easy. But some people mm-hmm. are kind of like, oh, it's hard to find a line where it's not corny or out of character or the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, in, I'm just interested in that kind of discussion because like. Yeah, we, yeah. Same actually. Strange, Maybe we should have like a special episode yes, of this podcast. Breed. <laughs> Weird breed. <laughs> okay, so plot or characters, you pick characters. Which is more important? You pick characters and mm-hmm. why? I think it is important to flush out characters because to me at least, characters are what drive the plot of the story. Mm-hmm. Because if you put characters in a certain plot and you don't even have well-established characters, then nobody will enjoy the story. But I like to think of it, uh, e- even the opposite actually is true, you know, if you have really good characters but the plot is so boring, you won't even enjoy reading it anyway. Yeah. But w- when I think about it, the 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 importance of having character, I think, is a lot more imp- like, uh English weird. Um, I just think it's so more important to have characters that speak out to people because it means that they have that individuality that makes them part of the plot itself. And and to me, characters doesn't really mean that you need to have characters who you know are strong or characters who fit a certain archetype. But it means that there are characters. Who are able to drive the plot themselves, and it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't. I don't feel like I have to force characters to move a certain way because of the plot itself. And I, I just think that characters should be the forefront of a lot of stories because characters, I think, are what speak to us as people, yeah. and at least to me, it is what people want to see. 
in the story. For example, you can sell a story for its plot. Like that's what I think I did with Symphony. I, I, I kind of sold Symphony as a Hanahaki AU and all that. But to me, it was more of a character exploration more than just a simple mm. plot, you know? Yeah. Plot devices. Yeah, there's some characters that people use as plot devices, which I think is really sad. <laughs> I mean, each to their own kind of tools of the trade, right? Because they're all they're all available for us. You can mm-hmm. use uh, characters as plot devices. You can use them as uh, driving forces. But either way, as long as it serves the story, I I always kind of think it's like as long as it serves the story well, then all means mm. go ahead and use it. Who is easier to write? You said Eddie. Who is also more enjoyable to write? You said Eddie. And where is Brett? Where's the love? <laughs> <laughs> the love is gone. Okay. Um. Tim. Okay. The thing is, I I kind of have this weird disconnect between my characterization of both Brett and yeah. Eddie. But to me, Eddie, I think I've had a very firmer idea of his kind of characteristic simply because I I think of Eddie as more of an introspective kind of yeah. character so I can really dig into thoughts if I go with Eddie yeah. but when I deal with Brett I have I, I feel like I have to do a lot of action I have to do a lot of um, actual movement in the story so in terms of easier to write because it's coming from you know one mind to another I think it's definitely Eddie that's a lot easier for me to write because for Brett, I, I genuinely feel like I have to keep Brett moving. I need to have him have interactions. I need him to talk. So that that's how I usually write Brett. Um, for more enjoyable, um, <laughs> is it bad if I say that it's a lot harder to just write in general and that, that at some point you kind of don't enjoy it anymore? <laughs> it's like as long as I can get it on the page, it's enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just go, just go. <laughs> I think it's it's kind of strange. It's like who is more enjoyable to write in a sense that when you're in his head, whichever he, him you're talking mm-hmm. about, you're kind of enjoying exploration <laughs> of his thoughts, I suppose. So is that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot easier, and also it makes up for. You know the words that you want to express because you have ideas in your head if if this person is easier to write then of course you're going to enjoy it a lot yeah, more yeah. because you understand that yes i can express my words directly i don't need to keep them moving for this i can just go for it you know that's why i think it's a lot easier to write eddie a lot more enjoyable, more enjoyable. <laughs> You know, it's kind of weird because I was uh, I've been asking because this this is uh, a question I've asked people before, right? And people seem to mm-hmm. find Bre- uh, writing Brett more difficult than Eddie, which is kind of strange to me. And I'm just interested. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so people consensus find Brett's mindset hard to write for. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of weird because the one who is supposedly the extrovert. Or the one who's more charismatic, let's say, is mm-hmm. the one that will find hard to relate or connect to, or you know, so mm-hmm. like they can. Is it easy? Is it easy for you? Like, or like, is it like easy or is it hard to write, Brett? Or it's just. Yeah. I, I I think for Brett in particular, getting into the headspace 
is pretty hard because I, I don't know why because I just I really associate Brett more of of like an action kind of person and I don't see him mm. as this mindy or or I need to write his thoughts kind of thing even mm. though I do I do it a lot but for Brett in particular I, I just think it's a bit more challenging and I, I don't understand why maybe it's it, it really alludes to how they present on camera I don't know hmm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think about these too much. My, my, my small little brain is like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the mysteries of the universe. I don't understand. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay, so I said spring, summer, autumn, or fall. Spring, so- uh, mm-hmm. spring summer, autumn, and winter. And mm-hmm. then you picked spring. So it's like, is it the Vivaldi one or is it just general? <laughs> general seasons uh, spring I I really like the spring I like flowers and all that and just the overall vibe of spring makes me really happy for some reason but in terms of Vivaldi (laughs) I really like winter (laughs) I really like Vivaldi's winter and this everyone likes winter you know yeah see people are seeing the pattern the pattern I like Sibelius I like Vivaldi's winter hmm hmm cold Cold. Is it just me aiming Dramatic. for the cold just because I'm from the Philippines and I'm like, I want it to be cold. <laughs> it's always hot here. <laughs> Burning deep inside. Like, help uh, me, help us. Help, send a glacier to us. <laughs> okay, so spring person, but funnily enough, it's like spring person, but then axed. <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. It's like, okay. It's, it's I'm thinking of that. What what was that? I was thinking uh, Inside Out, where she was like, I like I like to jump in puddles, and it's like I like puddles because we soak in <laughs> the, you, you soak and you you feel cold and miserable. <laughs> true, it's very so, true. Yeah, it's we are all complex people. Uh, yes. <laughs> Okay, so the movie or the book you picked? The book. Yeah. <laughs> Why the book? Is it is it because true for you that the book is always better than the movie? Always? No. There's some movies yeah. that I think are, are are genuinely better than the book, aka you. Do you know that series? Yeah, Netflix. I was like, I was like, me? Yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. movie. <laughs> I was like, I was like thinking for a second. I'm a, I'm a soul human being. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah, the you Netflix series, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the thing is, the book itself is pretty bad, but the series made it a little bit better. <laughs> I didn't even know that you had a book. I was like, I was just like, I thought it was just like a Netflix series, and then it's like, wow, <laughs> it does, it does. The more you know. The, yeah. The book, I think, is a lot better because just in general, it is a lot more detailed. It goes in a lot more depth. And as much as I like the visual side of television and movies and all that, yeah. I just think that in writing, there are certain things that you can express, especially when it comes to thought processes and all that. But in terms of uh, subtleties, movies really have that d- down to the T, whatever whatever that 
Menopause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny. It's like pictures are worth a thousand words, but then sometimes the book cuz like yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, the movie can't delve into characters' thoughts as easily as a book can, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. So, morning person or evening person, you said you're a morning person! Wakey, the, the wakey. Thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I'm a morning person in terms of productivity-wise because mm. I, I have it wired in my brain that nighttime is literally me time where I can just watch anime or, or do things that aren't art or don't study and all that. The mornings to me just mean, okay, the sun is up, you better start working and all that. Yeah. I, I have that really, really weird mindset. But I like working at night and I, I think there's a serenity to the nighttime that really helps creativity. But honestly, yeah. if I were to think of just how I generally, generally work, it, it's definitely morning. I'm more productive in the morning. Yeah, do you sleep? Do you, I mean, do you wake up early? I, I used to. <laughs> Quarantine has uh, fucked me up genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, it's like I was thinking about it. It's like sleep patterns, goodbye. Who who is she? Yeah, we definitely. <laughs> eight hours? No, man. No. There's no, such thing. There's no such thing as eight hours sleep in quarantine. It's so weird. We have all the time in the world now, and that's the time. Right. That we have. Goodbye, sleep. It's weird. Anyway. I hope each and every one of us stays healthy, guys. Remember mm-hmm. to at, at least once in a while sleep properly, eight hours, <laughs> or because we all need to stay, you know, safe and healthy. And the body needs to sleep, guys. It needs to sleep and replenish its stores. Mm-hmm. I'm also telling this to myself because I have a love-hate relationship with my insomnia. So <laughs> yeah, it's like sleep, man, sleep. You gotta sleep. Okay, I'm just so thinking last... of like sleep. <laughs> what <laughs> is like, sleep? <laughs> can I just sleep? Okay, so last is paperback or ebook. And you said paperback. There's a sentimental value to having paperbacks. Of course, like having an actual physical copy, you're like, yes, my child. <laughs> but you, now how that many I think about it. Yeah. I have I have my bookshelves are full. I have an entire wall in my room that is like one, two, three, four, five, five levels of <laughs> shelves. <laughs> and they are all awesome. full. Oh man, that's nice. How many, uh, what sort of paperbacks do you have? Uh, I'm trying to look right now and <laughs> I can't name Sneak a peek. I can't name them off the top of my head, but a lot of them are angsty. <laughs> As you as you were. Usual. <laughs> that's the usual. I, I yeah, have a lot say. of classics though. Nice. What sort? Like, um <laughs> weirdly enough, the, the one book that is really calling out to me right now is El Filibusterismo. <laughs> it's nice. right there, front and center. <laughs> I don't know why. Why are you there? <laughs> the classics. The classics. Both but yeah, ethnic I, classics. <laughs> 
I, I actually wouldn't classify them as classic, but a lot of more uh, older literature. I have like uh, Ray Bradbury. I have uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I have a lot of older books here. I have Char- uh, Chuck Palahniuk. I actually don't know how to say his name. Um, Stephen <laughs> King. I have all of that. And the thing is, though, I say paperback, but I haven't bought a book in like years, <laughs> genuinely years. <laughs> What one original fic has inspired you the most? Original piece of fiction? Yeah, or like among your books. Ooh, um, a really recent one that I read is called uh, Strange Weather by uh, Jonah Hill. Or am I am I pronouncing his name right? Is it Joe Hill? Jo- Jonah Hill? He's the son of Stephen King. <laughs> oh, nice. I've never... Is, I, yeah. I was like thinking of Jonah Hill. I was like, Jonah Hill the actor? What? No, Joe Hill. Joe Hill. I got it wrong. Oh, it's Joe, Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is actually a, a series of short stories, um, a collection of novellas. And all of them uh, surround this like strange weather phenomena. And one of them genuinely scarred me until this day. I still fear that particular <laughs> novella until today. And Whoa. it has inspired me just by the sheer amount of fear I get whenever I, I see the cover of that book. I'm like, no, no, oh. don't touch me. I don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. So it, it's a really good book. Maybe we should try to find I'm gonna try and find it. Maybe I can go read it one of these days. Yes. <laughs> I should find a copy. But I only ha- mm-hmm. I'll only be having the ebook. Uh, I mean the ebook, right? Because you know <laughs> Okay, so thank you very much, Croy, for playing the games. You're a good sport. And of course, uh, don't forget that you totally massacred the <laughs> Guess Your Fic game. Six yeah. over six. So funny. And thank you for um, sh- uh, showing yourself, showing a little more about yourself through this or that. So we'll be taking a short break to catch our breath. <laughs> <laughs> So stay tuned. And so that was the end of our game segment. Thank you, Karoy, for taking out of your <clears throat> busy schedule <laughs> to join us today. So, do you have anything to say? Just free, you know, just talk, whatever. Do you want to say anything to the listeners right now? Um, thank you <laughs> for reading. <laughs> thank you for following me anywhere. I I never thought that this would happen. <laughs> it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm accepting like an award or something. <laughs> I'm waving Yay! to the camera. <laughs> No, but really, um, I I love the Tusat community. It is filled with amazing, talented, and inspirational people. I I found a family here in this community, and I'm just happy that I'm able to contribute stuff um, with my writing, with my art, and whatever it is I do on the internet. So thank you so much <laughs> to everyone who has supported me and my work, and of course, for being part of the Tusat community. 
Amazing! That's Amazing. the that's straight straight from the mouth of a lingling, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are we bringing this back? <laughs> We're bringing this back. The podcast isn't end yet. <laughs> hasn't ended yet. Okay, so now it's time to plug our account of the week. So we have at two set dot writing prompts on Instagram. So if you guys Ooh. haven't heard of them before, uh, to set up writing prompts basically runs uh, challenges. So it's like one challenge a week. So mm-hmm. a few of us writer folks have been uh, making fix out of the prompts and the challenges that to set up writing prompts has been uh, posting on Instagram. So do go check them out if you're interested. In reading mm-hmm. the fix uh, that have been submitted, as well as uh, if you want to join the challenges as a writer, go check them out and drop them a few likes and follows. And mm-hmm. so now we have come to the end of the episode. Please remember to follow our podcast available on Spotify and Anchor.fm, and save it so that you can listen to it anytime you'd like. Do go check out our Instagram and Tumblr page to get more content and the latest updates. Big shout out to our guest writer today. Yay! <laughs> and the team who are all working hard behind the scenes to bring you more content. So me, Chloe, Fliss, and Karoy, <laughs> our guest speaker, <laughs> and Grace and Mara, as well as Akim28, who is in charge of the audiobook subgroup of the podcast. If you guys haven't seen, uh, check the YouTube link somewhere, um, somewhere there in our profiles. In our social media, there are YouTube links to the audiobook uh, videos and collections that AKM28 has spearheaded for everyone's enjoyment. So thank you guys for joining us today and we'll catch you next time. Bye! Bye Bye-bye! Bye-bye! What's bye in Japanese? Sayonara!